BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Heather McMahon. I'm an actress, comedian, living at home with my mother. On the Absolutely Not podcast, we'll laugh, we'll cry, we'll probably prank phone call our ex-boyfriends because honestly, they were the worst. The thing that makes our podcast different is I get to hear directly from you. You can always pick up the phone and catch us on the Absolutely Not line. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a message, but of course, only if it's a nice one. Tune in to the Absolutely Not podcast, and I'll see you soon. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Wow, wow, wow. Hi, guys. Uh, I just wanted to update everyone on something really crazy that happened on uh, Thursday, October 21st on the set of Alec Baldwin's uh, movie filming in New Mexico, a movie called uh, Rust. Actually, what was so crazy is on Thursday, I got a DM that I randomly see and it was like Alec Baldwin, like, being questioned for like homicide. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Now, I told you guys a million times, I'm not Demois, right? I don't post like tips or things that aren't confirmed. Like I don't fucks with that. I I don't know how to like, you know, get like know if it's for real. So obviously I'm not going to post something as crazy as this, even though this person said their friend works in the homicide police and is there. And then this person sent me like the article that the local news station came out with. Not that it confirmed the name of the movie yet, but it said like, movie set tragedy or something. Anyway, didn't post it. Obviously, an hour later, it was out that someone was hurt on Alec Baldwin's movie set. Then it came out that somebody was, you know, killed and one person was injured. And then it came out uh, pretty quickly that Alec Baldwin was a person that accidentally did this with a prop gun. What I find so hard to understand is like, I guess we'd have to talk to the prop departments or production or people on movie sets, but, but why the fuck are, is there a real gun? Like shouldn't it be a prop gun? Now I heard from people in the industry that sometimes they do use real guns for the weight and the look, but there should, shouldn't be bullets. Like there should be blanks. So how does an accidental bullet slip in there? How don't they check these things? And a lot of us are just wondering how the fuck this happened and how Alec was aiming at, 
the cinematographer and production, like while filming, my heart breaks for, you know, the person that was killed. The person that is, is dead. Her name is Helena Hutchins, very young and lost her life in this tragedy that happened years ago in 1993. There was a precedent to this. Brandon Lee, the son of Bruce Lee, something very similar happened on his uh, set of the movie, The Crow. So I wonder like how the F is Hollywood fucking doing this? Uh, I then saw somebody in the industry post, I will never use anything but airsoft and rubber guns on my movies ever again. This should have never happened. Oh, ever again. So up till now, like they've been using real guns. It's very confusing to us normies who, you know, I, I, I don't, I even, I've never seen a gun in real life. So this whole thing is just so scary and so awful. And obviously we have so many questions, but obviously you guys, even though the HB2 scandal was huge and we had our Alec moments, like this is not a time to come, you know, I'm sure not only the person's family, Helena's family is, is suffering now, but, but Alec and his family and everybody freaking involved. I mean, how do you even deal with that? And what's so wild, so wild is people you know, are finding old tweets. Um, I just want to say her name right. It's Hal Helena. I'm I'm assuming it's pronounced Helena because it's H A L Y N A. I just want to say her name right. So fucking sad, you guys. Forty two. Uh, Hutchins is her last name. She was a director of photography on the movie Rust, a western, which is so wild. Like obviously it had guns, but shouldn't a western be? You know, since there are guns in it, because a fucking western. Like, wouldn't they ch- check that it doesn't have bullets in it. Oh, so this is obviously totally accidental, a total tragedy. And I just feel fucking horrible for everybody involved and, you know, for the life lost and for, you know, the havoc that this is going to cause to so many people's lives. I am so excited for so many reasons. One, Vanderpump Rules. Don't forget I was the, and still am the hashtag VPR ambassador seven years late. (laughs) And that Katie Maloney Schwartz is on the pod. Hi. Hi, Katie. Do you know that Katie music kills Kate? You're so emo. How emo <laughs> is her handle? It's pretty emo. It, it's it's very fitting, though, I think. It's weird that people still don't can't figure that one out, though. What do you mean? They like don't. Music skills. Music kills skate music. <laughs> I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> My, my name is Katie. There's a Kate yeah. in there. Music. Like, I don't know. Did you ever think of changing it when you started to get like famous? Did you think like, oh, I want it to be easier for you to find me? Like, did it cross your mind? Yeah, but I'm not that kind of, I, I'm, I'm not that concerned about it. It's just an Instagram handle. Like, I know well, some people, I want it to be my name. And I'm like, well, that's a lot of trouble to go to. I, I don't care. I don't well, care. Like, Billie Eilish was where the avocados or something. Yeah. And it was so cool. And I love she that. changed it. I know. But I feel like a lot of celebs, you're like, that's so cool. That's not your name. And then they change it. But it's kind of like when you're like, that's so cool. That celeb isn't stick thin like everyone else. And then they get stick thin. You know what I mean? That you have like a moment <laughs> of appreciation. Anyway, Katie, Katie, we go back, Katie. We go way back. But let's tell everyone we we finally met after like four after, years. It hasn't been four years. I was trying to figure out when we first like when I first started following you and when I first did your podcast but yeah we finally 
met IRL. You finally met IRL. It was as if I, I was meeting somebody I knew for a very long time, which is crazy because that's how kind of this world became because you do know that person, but you yeah. just literally haven't physically met them. And it's just wild that, that it didn't feel like that. Right. And she looks amazing. By the way, you guys, by the way, like TV does you justice, but not enough because IRL Katie, you're so fucking gorgeous. Oh, Honestly, thank so you. pretty. And I also feel like we need to acknowledge and I, and I all of a sudden realized this in the second episode. I was like, this is her season. <laughs> it is. Is it? Is it? I feel like it is. I feel like all the feedback that you're getting seems super positive about everything from the Tom situation to, you know, everyone is applauding you for sharing about fertility stuff. Cause that's, you know, even though so many people go through that shit, it's like taboo for a lot of people. And a lot of people don't want to talk about it. A lot of people are embarrassed about it and you like put it out and I'm sure it helps so many people that you're talking about it openly and sharing it on TV. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I share all of, all of my life, all like the, the good, the bad and the ugly, a lot of the ugly, a lot of the dark corners of my life. But I, but those, but sharing that, even when I'm like, I don't know if I should, I, I still do. I don't, I don't really hold that back because a lot of times that's when people connect the most. And I think Mm -hmm. it helps, it helps a lot of people the most. And I think Mm -hmm. it helps, it helps a lot of people you know, and sometimes it works in my favor, but most of the time it doesn't, <laughs> but it's fine. You know, No, I'm telling you from things that I've been seeing, like, I feel like all over you are, I know that you had a couple rough ones that like good for you for getting through them, you know, with people being really hard on you. But I feel like so far it's been really, really, really good for you. So I'm really happy to see that. And also, again, I think it's so amazing that you're sharing that stuff because a lot of people would, you know, I think I think people are watching it and even people if they didn't struggle or if they did or if they're not even thinking of a baby, it's like they can find that super admirable as do I. Uh, yeah, I had so like I was going through my DMs today. I don't often go through like the requests because that can be a, a very dark place. Yeah. People can be, you know, but I did and I had so many messages from people just like telling me how like what they went through and you know I mean I've barely scratched the surface right and I mean but it's just it is just so common that people struggle with this and it's just you know I think it needs to be talked about more just so people don't feel alone because it can it can be a very isolating feeling especially especially when all of your friends are getting pregnant at the same time and you're over here being like Oop. <laughs> okay. And also you said something that was so like when you said, it, I was like, oh my God, that's so something that people, that it's human nature for it to go through people's head. You said a sentence that to Lisa, maybe that was like, I, I'm not one of those people or I, or I don't want to be one of those people that like has to try really hard at this or, or something like that. Well, it's just, yeah, I, I want it to just be something that just kind of happens. I don't want to be, to be like this, like chore, this like massive yeah. effort. I know it takes you, like you have to work at, I mean, you got to be paying attention to your cycle and, and ovulation and all that, but I don't, I didn't want it to be this sort of like thing that I want it to be beautiful and, yeah. and it to be just like this, like, oh, yay. And not feel like, 
a letdown and disappointment and, yeah. and have and have this like sort of negative feeling around it. Right. Because then from, you know, from friends and from things I've seen, because then you get in your head and then people say that getting in your head as she sips red wine and then you get in your head and then people say, oh, it's not good that you're in your head. You know what I mean? And then you get in your head more. So the whole thing is just but that sentence that you said, I feel like can touch so many different areas. It's like, you know, when I got anxiety bad and 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 my doctor was like, you should go on um, anti-anxiety meds. And I was like, I don't want to be the person. You know what I mean? That's not how I see myself. I don't see Amanda on antidepressants. I see Amanda like carefree living her life. And we have this like picture of ourselves that sometimes doesn't happen. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm one of those people that 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 I just have sex randomly and it happens. And sometimes you're not. You never know. That's a, that's the thing when husband and I were going to start trying. I was like, I've never gotten knocked up accidentally. And so many of my friends have like maybe I haven't been you know, enough of a hoe for it to happen in <laughs> retrospect, regret that as well. But most of my friends like had an experience where they, they, you know, had an accident and either had to do what they had to do or whatever. For me, that never happened. So going into it, I was like, I don't even know if I'm for, like, you don't know, you don't spend your life knowing any of that. You go into it blindly thinking it may happen. It may not. So again, I think that touches like not only the area of fertility, but just sharing in general that, you know, you think something might not happen that way. And I'm sure you're going to get inundated because people love speaking about this sort of thing. You know what I mean? And everyone has their own experience. It's like, I did this, I did this, I did this. And it's a lot of voices. So I hope you can. I mean, you seem you're a pretty chill person. Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate people sharing with me and encouraging me and everything like that. But, you know, sometimes it can be also very invalidating when people are assuming that Yeah, we didn't try or our efforts weren't enough. And, yeah. and, and, you know, and all of that, it, it's just, I don't know when, like, well, did, did you, did you do it the day before? Did you do two days before? You know, that, that amount of time isn't long enough. And it's just like, yeah. well, you know what? It was, it was enough for me to, to just want to put the so pause wanna, on it. Yeah. And, you know, especially when they started making plans for the bar and everything, it was just kind of felt like the right time to just put a pin in all of it. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm, I'm very, I feel very good about <laughs> where we're at in our decision. But now if it happens, it happens, right? Like you're not using birth control. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. But, you know, we are, you know, we still, we still are waiting just a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just a little bit. But I'm, I'm, but I've talked to some women too, just because, or not just because, but that have waited and had children, you know, in their late 30s, early 40s. And they were just like, you don't need to feel like you need to rush oh, this. Like if you feel not. like I'm very happy that I waited a little longer. And that that to me was like very soothing and comforting yeah. to hear because I felt like I was racing against a clock as well. Because, you know, society likes to tell you that you're geriatric in this age and everything like that. And it's just like, that was just, it made me feel like I could relax a little bit and not feel like I needed to rush this stage in my life because, you know, I feel very, I do feel content. I don't feel like I'm missing this void. Do I want that? Absolutely. But I feel content with where we're at and that, you know, when the time comes, we'll be ready. We are ready, but you know. You know what? And sometimes things happen for a reason. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, are you guys looking at it like that now? Like, oh, maybe it didn't work out last summer because we were rushed by all of this happening and it wasn't our time. Yeah, that's, I feel like that mostly was that it just wasn't the right time. 
Yeah, I believe that. I mean, uh, I'm sure so many people go through things and it's not, you know, was meant mm-hmm. to be that way. But sometimes, but sometimes it is. You guys, when I started Not Skinny But Not Fat and decided on this dumb name, one of the first thing I was like, I hope nobody takes me to mean. So I like went to Squarespace and bought the domain because I wanted to make sure this dumb name is going to be here to stick with me forever. I mean, luckily, nobody's ever been this stupid and nobody claimed the domain, but I did and it was $12. So Squarespace is where you do everything related to getting a website started. So I'm saying even if you're at the beginning ideation, get it like lock it down. Make sure nobody takes your dumb name because you never freaking know you guys. And Squarespace is actually an all in one platform. You could do everything there. Get your domain, e-commerce. They have marketing tools, analytics. It just makes it super, super easy. If you want to open an online store, just a blog, website. Again, if you just want to buy your domain. So Squarespace is the place to do it. You guys literally it's the best. I'm sure you've heard of it. And this is how you turn your cool idea into a new website. This is how you showcase your work. This is how you publish content, blog, sell products and services. And they're offering my listeners a free trial and 10% off on the on your first purchase of a website or domain. So you go to squarespace.com slash not skinny for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you can use the offer code not skinny to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So again, you guys, squarespace.com slash not skinny, you get a free trial. And then when you want to make your website or buy a domain, you get 10% off that with the code not skinny. So squarespace.com slash not skinny and the code is not skinny. Huzzah, huzzah, my favorite probiotic seltzer with three grams or less of sugar. So much flavor. Flavors like raspberry and lemon, strawberry and hibiscus and juicy pear. No, now, honestly, you guys, I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name names, but there are a lot of seltzers out there right now. Okay. A lot of them get sent to me. I've tried a bunch and I am telling you that huzzah is the best hands freaking down. Whatever you see influencers posting, like you can't always trust that. Not me. You can always trust me. But there are some seltzers out there, even probiotic seltzers that I've tasted and gagged. Like, honestly, I don't, I'm being honest. Drink Huzzah. Well, Huzzah. Drink Huzzah is the website. DrinkHuzzah.com. Huzzah is the actual best. It's so full of flavor. You wouldn't believe it has three grams of sugar or less. And you wouldn't believe that on top of it being good for you, it's extra good for you because it has added probiotics. Like what? Thank you. So you guys need to check it out. Let me know what you think. If you agree with me, which I'm sure you do and fill your fridge by stocking up on Huzzah. Be a Kardashian. Have a fridge full of cans. Go to drinkhuzzah.com. That's drinkhuzzah.com. Uh, H-U-Z-Z-A-H and you use code not skinny for 20% off you guys. That's code not skinny for 20% off at drinkhuzzah.com. Speaking of the bar, is it going to be Schwartz and Sandy's? <laughs> it looks like it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> is it growing on you at all? Like, is it growing on you at all? No. And just <laughs> even as I see like more of it coming together, because I see, you know, the, design concept and everything. And I'm like, I still don't see it, but you, you know, know what's like, if it, was a, <laughs> if it was a sandwich shop, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like yeah. there were sandwiches, AKA Sandy's like, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like, like, like a sandwich shop, not a bar as much. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it just feels like such a missed opportunity and just 
what can you tell us some name ideas that you've had? Well, the once upon a Tom, because so oh, when cute. once upon a Tom, yeah, because when Schwartz was asking me to like, he's like, help me come up with some more name ideas because I hate those name ideas. Like, okay, like, let me like marinate on this. And, you know, so we were thinking about like how they met and they lived on King's Road together. We're like, okay, maybe like something like King something, King King. I don't know, like just playing with around with that idea. But then because it was like sort of this like, you know, wanting to like have it be like the sort of retro place. It's in a Hollywood, the Hollywoods, it's like right um, at the base, of like Beachwood Canyon, right where the Hollywood sign is underneath that. So I was driving um, in my car one day through like Laurel Canyon, past the Houdini Mansion. I was just thinking about like old school Hollywood, thinking about like just iconic things from the past, thinking about, I don't know, like for some reason Sharon Tate bumps into my head and just like these old things I thought about that movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Cause just because mm. like that whole theme of, that movie and everything, just when I think about the bar, I'm just thinking about all of that. And I was just like, once upon a time in Hollywood. And I was like, once upon a Tom. Oh my God. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. I called him. And he, he was kind of like, oh yeah, no, I, I like that. I think, like maybe for like a, a name of a drink. I'm like, no, no, no. For the name of the bar. And like, once I started like, explaining it to him more, like just because it is sort of like that escape from reality and just sort of like the experience that you have there it's just like whirlwind and I don't know I just feel like it's just so fitting for just everything wait so did did Sandy act that idea or did Schwartz not even bring it to him Schwartz didn't I I did (laughs) I brought it to them and I actually mentioned it at Sheena's birthday when we were like having that whole discussion and he was growing more increasingly frustrated with me. <laughs> and when he took Tom inside to talk, I told everyone like what, you know, my suggestion was. And they're all like, oh my God, I love that. Every, anytime I mention the name to anyone, they're like, oh my God, I and love that. And anytime you mention Schwartz and Sandy's, what are people's general reactions? They're like, no, and they can't. <laughs> And, and, and whenever I mentioned, but is that happening, Katie? Like, but is it, but that sucks. Like if that's happening and that's the business and the name is bringing up a, like a, I mean, it could almost become like a bit like Schwartz and Sandy's what a bad name, but great bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. But do you want that? No, (laughs) I, I, I don't think that's, that's what you want. And well, when I bring it up to people who I have friends that are like working branding and marketing and they're like, they can't. They can't because they're like they're like the first two most obvious things that stand out to me is it's like it's hard to say, Mm. like it's a bit of a mouthful and it's also hard to spell. So like that's two of the first things I would advise again. Is that it sounds like a hard term. It's hard to say and it's hard to pronounce. And then they went into diatribe of like all the things that it sounds like (laughs) that it is versus it being a fantastic bar you want to go to. Oh my God, Once Upon a Time is so good. And I'm not just like blowing smoke up your ass right now. But I digress. So, but wait, what's, what's steamrolled? You kept on telling Tom he's being steamrolled. What's that mean? Steamrolled just mean? basically means that you're just being like stomped out. <laughs> like you're being like, uh, but he put his know. name first. Do you think that's what won Schwartz over? It's like his name first. You know no, I, mean? I think Schwartz, I Schwartz just doesn't, 
Schwartz is just very not assertive. You were saying on the show, yeah, not assertive. He doesn't he he doesn't like to like contend things. He doesn't want to like argue. He doesn't want to be difficult with people. He doesn't you know unless it's me. <laughs> but but <laughs> yeah. you know like when he okay you see how Sandoval is about things like he's very like passionate about things. He, when he loves something, he loves it with every fiber of who he is, which is like amazing. I love someone who gets very excited about something and you know the way he talks about it he's you know it's it's his, you know he's obsessed with it he's in love with it and, and I think when Schwartz sees that he's like oh man I, I don't think I can compete with that kind of passion so like I'm just gonna right. I'm just gonna give this one to him because he I don't think he can match that and he doesn't want to have to like fight with that kind of you know so so I think when he steamrolls Schwartz, it's like he's just good at telling Schwartz, like, no, buddy, let me tell you, my idea is good. You'll, you'll see, you'll see. No, Schwartz, trust me, trust me, Schwartz. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. Schwartz, I don't know, I don't know, buddy. Like, that, that's pretty good, but like, trust me on this one. You know, that's kind of steamrolling yeah. someone. So, like, mm. trying, to, trying to convince somebody that, like, it's either like hardcore steamrolling, telling someone that, like, that idea is shit or it's bad or whatever, but just kind of like straight up just rolling over them. Yeah. It's exactly what it sounds like. Just like a steamroller, yeah. you know, I'm just to think I, like of an analogy. It's flattening like if, them. If my husband is like, let's go to a steakhouse. And I'm like, no. And he's like, unless you have an offer that's like way better than like, we're going to the steakhouse. You know what I mean? I feel like, like yeah, if he's like, I want steak. And you're like, well, I was thinking I want Italian. He's like, no, trust me. This steakhouse has the best martinis. This, they also have the best this. Trust me. Like, you're going to love this. It's going to be but, great. But da, you da, know da, what's da. so, I, like, I don't know if it's like on the verge of, you know, psychotic, but it's like, okay, but what if everyone is telling you the steakhouse isn't good? Like, what if not just one person's opinion, but like a gazillion people, then wouldn't you for a second consider? But okay, how do you deal with <laughs> Tom Schwartz's best friend being Tom Sandoval and Tom Sandoval repeatedly not in my opinion respecting you enough you know what I mean like I feel like has friends like you fucking kidding me if I I butt into their conversations when they're on speakerphone like <laughs> you know and I'm sure they're like why is she trying to be part of the conversation but they don't have the fucking balls to say that to me like, I'm queen. Excuse me. Like, how does he have the balls to, to like, that pisses me off. Like, how do you feel about it? How do you deal with it? Not well, bitch. I mean, it's, it's hard because it's like, Sandoval isn't just Schwartz's friend. He's also my friend. You know, mm. we've been very close for a number of years, too. So I think that's also, like, part of the problem, too, is that it's not just, like, he's just Tom's friend and, like, we don't have a relationship as well. So, like, you know, Tom and I have had, like, almost, like, a very, like, brother sister relationship will we'll, like go at each other over things and like fight fight he <laughs> has stuff. some issue with you he has some even if he loves you and even if you have a good brother he has some like you know when you feel with like a sibling like or with a friend like that friend can't love me a hundred percent because they have something with me do you get what I'm trying to say like I don't know what it is is it like what is it what is it that he's inside like can't a hundred percent you know, hug you, love you. And is he jealous you're married to Schwartz? Like, I honestly don't know. Like, don't, are you, are you interfering with like the possible, you know, love affair they could have? No. <laughs> I wonder what he's feeling that he like is always like a little bit full on you. 
that's what it seems like. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's because, you know, I, I, I don't get in the way of like their love affair, but I, you know, I will, where shorts will not be like, listen, I will come in and be like, mm. excuse me, you know, and that's why it's, you're, you're just very entitled to your feelings. I'm not entitled. I'm entitled to feel. Yes. As, as, as is everyone. As is everyone. But also it's like, I don't back down from, and from people, from speaking my mind. And I think that rubs people the wrong way, rubs him the wrong way. Like he, you know what I'm thinking, Katie, that this could be that because Schwartz is not assertive, eager to please cutie patootie, it works really well for their relationship because it's balanced. And Sandoval can a lot of the time take charge, lead the way. Schwartz be like, oh, whatever he said. And then you're kind of like, you make that more difficult. You know what I mean? Not in a bad way, in a way that like, like you said, you're going to say what you think, whereas maybe Schwartz wouldn't. And well, that yeah, kind of like. I I think what people are getting confused about is like, I'm not trying to insert myself in their partnership. I'm not trying to be a partner. Like, yes. Do, did I want to have a position in the restaurant, help out, be, be an, uh, an asset of value to their business to be successful, whether it be training or all that? Like, no, am I, but am I trying to like, become a third in their, you know, in the business? No, absolutely not. But what was happening was I was hearing Schwartz, you know, become frustrated about some of the decisions that were being made that he wasn't happy with, you know, that he was feeling like Sandoval was steamrolling him about. And I was like, you got to fucking say something, dude. This like, you guys are equal. You, you're equal. Like, this is a Very big, cool. like, this is a big fucking deal. Like, this is really important. You have to make sure that like, you're happy with everything that is going on with all the decisions that are made. Like, you, you got to make sure that you can co-sign on everything and feel good about it. It's like, I know, I know, I know. But I wasn't seeing any follow through on that. And so like, you know, just me being protective of him as his wife and just, you know, wanting wanting the best for both of them, but also just wanting Schwartz to like, feel like he was going to be happy with everything. And just, but also Katie, like it's not entitled to say like, you're married to him. What's mine is yours. And what's yours is mine. So it's not like separate from you. Look, it's like, okay, maybe you're not putting like, you're not a partner, but it's like also yours or do you not? Yeah, but well, I mean, it's less than that and more just basically trying to just remind Schwartz that like, if this, if this is a partnership, then it needs to be a fucking partnership. And you're telling with me that you're not happy with some of the decisions that are being made, but you're not doing anything about it. And so like, so then I feel the responsibility to do it for him. And no, it wasn't trying to do it for him, but it ultimately ended up kind of happening that way of just me like sort of saying stuff or me trying to just be like getting frustrating conversations that were happening in front of me being like, dude, say something. Like if you're not like, basically, if you're not going to say it, then I'm going to fucking say it. Wait, are you going to have a role in the, in the bar or do we not know yet? Yeah. You don't know yet, but you will soon find out. When is Is there a plan for when it's going to open? There's not an official date, but they are like, it's, they're, they're doing renovations right now. How did you? Okay, so just to wrap up the Sandy thing, when he screamed at you and then went out to smoke a seg, 
what was happening through your mind? Like, were you even, or were you like looking, I was going to say for the hidden camera, because you have cameras <laughs> in your face, but like, were you like, dude, like what? I was fucking shook because, you know, I, cu- I couldn't believe that he was bringing up the book signing party that was two years ago. Oh my God, that's obviously sitting on him. I was like, dude, like maybe he needs to like actually talk to someone because like, why are you hanging on to trauma from like two years ago? Like, and also like saying that. You said that he was jealous of Stasi, and that's something I feel like he's never gonna like. But also, over. also like what, like, why are you trying to recon the events of what happened? I didn't call, say you fucking asshole. You saw like he was saying, saying to me that I said all these things, but they just did a flashback. Yes, I said, you saw what I said to him, but I didn't say what he was accusing me of saying. Also, like you're filming a reality show. It wasn't like he was acting like you were in the library. You know, <laughs> it's like and then you like were loud in the library where people were trying to study. no. You were having a conversation, you know, filming your show, like but you, as but, you guys do. But uh, I was just was like so confused why he's bringing up concerns about my behavior and accused me of something. But it was, but he because had done, he scared you're gonna be at the bar. But he had done what he was accusing me of. Like, but no, bro, that was you and what you did. Like that was all brought on by you and your actions. So why are you bringing that to me? And then when. That didn't work. He moved on to like me rage texting Sheena like seven years ago. Even Ariana was like, that's like Ariana was on your side. And I was just like, listen, if I ever have an issue with somebody at work, I'll bring it outside. I don't like do that shit on the floor. Like I like I like I just it just was so confusing to me because I also like called him on the phone and asked him because I talked to Schwartz about me you know, getting involved in the restaurant, you know, when it was, when it opens, just like down the line, you know, cause there's no, like, they don't need me until it gets open. If they want my help in the, in the meantime, I'm down. But like, and I called him, I was like, Hey, like how, like I talked to Tom, how would you feel about me helping you guys out when the bar's open? I can train staff. I can do this. I can do that. What like, I'll get in where I fit in. Like, just wanted to talk to you separately. We had a whole conversation on the phone. He was down. And it just like everything like changed. And also, it also sounds like such a nice offer. Like I feel like like you're offering to do something nice and helpful. So I honestly don't get it. And it seems like the rest of, you know, the viewers don't get it either. I just is just like, you know, why are we pulling out the history books just to try to like bring up shit from my past and unearth stuff? It's like, thanks for that, buddy. But like, uh, I... I <laughs> That has nothing. Either. That has nothing to do with my 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 work ethic, my professionalism, anything like that. Like, yeah, you know, if you that's called fuck around and find out. Like, but that has nothing to do with me working for you. So, how are you guys now? Are you cool? Like, does something like that? Is it really brother and sister? Like, you get over it? Like, you kiss and make up quickly? I mean, you'll see how all of that's gonna unfold. <laughs> I mean, listen, he's, he's Tom's business partner, his best friend. So we're going to yeah. always find a way, but is it was, it was a really, really difficult, difficult summer with, with all of this. I mean, all it, of this. yeah. Okay. You guys, birth control is a thing that I used before I decided to get pregnant with Noah. And anyway, there is pill club now and it makes it 
so much easier. Like life is stressful enough. This shouldn't be. Now getting birth control is one less thing you have to worry about. With Pill Club, you'll never have to make a trip to the doctor or wait in line at a pharmacy ever again. They provide access to care from the comfort of your home and deliver to your door in discreet packaging. So do you need to renew your birth control prescription? Want to switch your birth control? Want to try it for the first time? Whether you know the brand you want or need help finding the best option, the Pill Club medical team has your back. Pill Club is a birth control subscription prescribed by a medical professional and delivered straight to your door for free. It carries over 120 FDA-approved brands. Most of birth control are free with insurance. Otherwise, it's as low as $7 per month without insurance. That's insane, you guys. I mean, birth control should be affordable. Here it is. It's Pill Club. So you go to thepillclub.com slash not skinny, and it's offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every not skinny but not fat listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's so nice. So not only are you you know, making your life easier or also helping. So if you go to thepillclub.com slash not skinny, the pill club is going to offer $10 donation to bedsider.org for every not skinny, but not fat listener becomes a patient. Your donation will help low income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's pillclub.com slash not skinny to get your first birth control package and donate to help more women in need. You guys pillclub.com slash not skinny. Okay. You guys already know this because I'm such an open book. Like I'm you know, the opposite of mysterious and soft-spoken, as we know, that a lot of the furniture in my house is from Article. And if you guys remember, after Couchgate, I needed to get a quick couch, something that I knew I could rely on, something I knew would be good. Um, and that was Article. And I got the Burrard sectional, which we love. Another popular couch of theirs is the Sven. I know tons of people have it and love it. Actually, my mom got it. Like right after I got my couch a few months later. She needed to switch out a couch. And I was like, you need to do article. Like article is just the place to go. Aside from that, I have, oh my God, how do you say it? I said Bukali and it was wrong. Bukle. Is it Bukle? Uh, bench, which I love. It's V Sophia Richie and just amazing. My freaking dining table. It's the Seno from Article. And um, I have a rocking chair in Noah's room for an article. And honestly, like all their stuff is just chic, effortless, modern city vibes. And now I can offer you $50 off. So that's freaking amazing, you guys, uh, because, you know, it's $50 off. So go wild. Go to article.com slash not skinny. Um, and then you're going to get that uh, discount automatically applied. If it's $100 or more that you're spending, you can get $50 off by going to article.com slash not skinny. The discount will be automatically applied at checkout article.com slash not skinny to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Were you excited for James's proposal to Raquel at Rachella? It, oh my God. It was so sweet. None of us saw that coming. I mean, I always knew like that he wanted to propose to Raquel, but I did not see it coming then. Oh my God. I can't believe they kept it a secret. What do you think about the fact that Tom split the cost of all this with him? Tom Sandoval. I mean, that's very, very nice. It's very generous. I was shocked at how much it costs. I mean, yeah, I would be down to like, help a friend out, but I don't, I would never spend that much money. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, so what do you think? A lot of people like in my DMs and shit are saying like, that it's like kind of like a narcissist behavior because like he kept on also bringing it up that he like paid for it and helped a lot. Like, 
because you remember that Friends episode, which I'm sure you do, that it's like there's no selfless deed. Remember with Joey and Phoebe? Oh, Phoebe was trying to like tell Joey there's no selfless deed or the other way around. Joey's telling Phoebe and Phoebe kept trying but everything <laughs> good that she was trying to do, like had something that she got out of it. So yeah. I feel like there is something to that. Like, I mean, you could tell that he was very into the fact that he did that, which is amazing. And I would want to get fucking a pat on the back, too. But it is it is wild. And and then I saw James and Raquel on Watch What Happens Live. I posted a little bit about it. Raquel came in. Her, I'm very happy her confidence went up because the first episode I was going to cry with her saying that she's afraid to speak next to people. You know, I feel like a lot of people related to that. Yeah, I know. That was like to see her kind of break down like that, like really tug at, tug at my heartstrings. I was like, oh my God. Like, she's just like this like, I just want to like hold her sometimes and like she just is so sweet. And I just am like always like, I want to protect her, Cal. That's really nice of you because she wasn't so nice about you at Watch What Happens Live. I know. I didn't know where that came from. I was Were like, you oh so shocked? Wait, did you see it in my story or did you watch it? I watched it because I watched the episode and then it rolled mm, in and it, it rolled in. And when anyone from our show's on, I always watch to support. But that's so I, sweet of you. She said, um, I mean, it wasn't like a huge diss, but she, they were saying Andy asked which side they're on with the restaurant stuff. And she was like, Tom, well, also they're up Tom Sandoval's butt right now, you know, because maybe because of the 12.5 K that he spent. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but, um, but she was like, yeah, Tom, you know, Katie's just bored and like needs a life. And I was like, Raquel. Yeah, like, she said, she said, I need to butt out and I must've just been bored with my life. I was like, whoa. <laughs> What? Is this? Like, what would you do? You, it doesn't seem like you care about that, though. And I don't know if that's because you just like smoked a pre roly or because <laughs> you <laughs> or because you just don't doesn't it's no sweat off your back. I mean, listen, it's just it's it's kind of hilarious when <laughs> someone who like doesn't know anything about my life talks about my life. It's like kind of just like the people in the comment section. I'm like, that's funny that you talk about things that you don't know anything about. Like she never asked about my life. So for her to know if I'm bored or not with my life, listen, I get bored with things. Like when, you know, I'll I'll move on from things, you know, but like I wasn't bored with my life. And that's why I want to get involved. I want to get involved because it's my husband, girl. I know that's such a weird thing. Weird. I know. Like if, if it was James, I'm sure she would be like wanting to, you know, she would be very invested in what he was doing. But like, like, listen, like a couple of years ago, I had sort of like an existential, existential moment. Is that how you say it? Yeah. A crisis, but a moment of just like, what am I doing? Who am I? What do I want to do? And I feel fortunate that I'm in a position where, you know, I have a job, I, I have an income and I'm able to like, take time to figure out what I want to do and explore some options and not feel like I have to just like settle on a career or a job. You know, I'm you guys, Katie is so smart. Like I just need to say, I'm, I'm uplifting you today, Katie. You should yeah. come on every week. <laughs> so not only is she gorge even more in real life, but also she's so smart. And you guys probably know, cause she says huge words always on the show. <laughs> and it's not from a word of the day app, but also because I asked Katie to help me with something. There's uh, I'll tell you guys when it when it happens. But but I needed like some references from friends in the industry. And I asked Katie and what she wrote like to the questions. 
you're just very smart and you're very eloquent and you speak so and write so nicely. And so I, I don't know. It's just it, it's just not a lot of people can express themselves in that way. And you're very, very good at it. And also, thank you, because what you wrote was so sweet and you're so sweet. But so fuck that. And not I mean, she just ha- she just Raquel just came on with some balls is what I'm saying. I was like, OK, Raquel, like she got a diamond ring. She got some confidence. <laughs> OK, OK, OK. What did you think of the diamond ring, by the way? The whole like 100K Tiffany's not Tiffany's stock like uh, diamond exchange. Like what was that whole thing? I don't, I mean, I don't know. Cause I, when I watched that, cause well, I didn't know any of that until I watched it. Cause I mean, I only, I thought it was a Tiffany's ring from Tiffany. So when I watched it, I was like, what the fuck as well? It is, it's a stunning ring. So it's really pretty. whatever. I mean, yeah, like whatever I, I'm listen, I'm a big fan of like lab grown rings and like, you know, I, I know I was judging, I think. Sheena's ring. What is it? Morganite or Masonite? It's it's a Morganite. Yeah. And maybe you like told me not to do that. I, I don't remember if you were like, no, it's really nice. Yeah. But I, I'm a big fan of semi-precious stones and even like Moistonite. Like, I, like, but are you like, a fan of those for proposing? For, po- for what? For proposing. You oh, could propose- like them as like a you know, just a ring. Like I love, I love fake jewelry too. Like I don't care, but I'm wondering if to propose. And of course, if it's a matter of budget, you know, propose with an empty ring box. Okay. I'm just wondering if you have the money and do a fucking Kyle Chan, whatever the fuck, you know, exchange, then why not pick a diamond? You know what I mean? Or 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 a lab grown because it's more ethical and whatever and and by the way it's 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 really become so popular. Uh, but yeah, I was judging that a little bit. Speaking of judging Brock, do we? What do we? What are we feeling? Like that's it's a wild. He's a first of all, he's a very interesting man to look at visually, especially mm-hmm. because he likes to be in cheetah like speedos. He doesn't wear a shirt. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's a, the man does not like a shirt. Yeah, I mean you're gonna like. Man, there's a lot that's about to come up. It gets very Personal. spicy, very intense. I mean, that's, that's heavy like, shit, though, Katie. Like, the it's fact so, that... It's, it's so heavy, and it just, like, I mean, yeah. I, like, I can't, like, say too much because, I you know, I want everyone to watch it, but, like, damn. Wow. Like, and it's also wild, a, you guys, because I mean, you choose kind of what to show and not show. Nobody can force you. And I'm sure going into it, you know, she well, kind you don't of choose. Knew. You don't really choose what to show. But you I mean, it's best. It's better just to be as open and honest. No, but do you possible. think he came into it knowing like, OK, they're going to bring up my 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 estranged sec- second family? I don't I don't know. I don't think anyone that's new to this knows how what's going to be intense take no, but Sheena and, does. I mean, Sheena's Sheena knows. Yeah. But I thought maybe she was hoping that it wouldn't come up, mm. but like, mm. again, you know, it's so hard too, because like she's, she just, I think, I think maybe, she just had a baby. She's so emotional. But I think, I think because they just had a baby, it was going to be a very, it was going to be talked about because if you have a baby with someone who has kids, like that is a big, 
I know because you guys think about it. Deal. You meet somebody. And one of the things you think about is like, what is he going to be like as a dad? You know? And yeah. then if somebody has kids, then you could be like, oh, I can see what the person is like as a dad and then have that either, you know, be like a turn on or a turn off. So that's kind of like a wild situation to be in where you meet somebody like like when I met my husband, it's like I, I pictured that he would be, you know, a wonderful father because I knew how great he was to me. And and everyone, I feel like a lot of people, especially if you want kids in the back of your head, think about that. Like, what is this person going to be like as a parent? And I feel like when you get to see a glimpse and see something not too positive, even though, again, we don't know the whole story yet, then it's kind of wild. And I hope the best for them. I mean, obviously, you're not going to tell me yeah. anything, but like, would you tell me what's on live? What's going on with Lala and Amanda? <laughs> No, it's no, (laughs) it's complicated. No, No. (laughs) it's wild. How is it being back filming in general? Because you guys were not filming for so long because of COVID, even though I was like pissed because so many Bravo shows were back to filming and it took Vanderpump a while to come back and also to come back in a different setting without like some of your close friends. So how was the whole experience in general? Oh my gosh. It was, I mean, it was so amazing to come back, but it was, it, it had to get like my kind of footing at first. For one thing, I felt like, <laughs> cause I, I just like been at home mostly for so long. And I remember going to Palm Springs and I was just like, oh my God, I have to like stay up past midnight. This oh, is the, sweetheart. The first night I was like yawning and I was like, I'm going to try. It was hard. Like it was hard to kind of like just get my whole like mojo back, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, stamina back. But it's just, it was like. I mean, the other people are parents, but Katie, you have like, you have, you have more energy than them. You know what I mean? I know, but, but when you're just, when you're not used to being go, 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 like it's, it's hard to get back into that sort of like. And drinking and shit. Drinking and hanging and drink, you know, when you're used to being go, 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 like you can get back into that. But it was, it, we kind of like hit the ground running. But I mean, within like less than a week, it was, you got into it, it was back. It was back. And I like that there aren't a lot of new characters. Like I like, I like that. I mean, Charlie's there. She stayed. Dana and Danica aren't back. But I like that it's mostly, you know, people that we know and that they're not you're not, you guys didn't introduce too many new characters. You know, I think it would have been hard, especially because again, we had been away for so long. I I think it was just kind of nice just to keep it very kind of pared down and just to like a core group of us. Yeah. No, it's really good. It's a really good season so far. I'm enjoying it. It's about to get really good. I know some people are, it's, it took some getting used to for us, you know, for myself, especially with like not having some of, you know, my buddies there, some of my, my near and dears and, but, and I know some people watching are probably like, well, I'm this, but trust me, like really? starting, starting next week, it gets fucking good. No, listen, I really enjoyed the 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 first episodes too. So, what Yes. Else? Yeah, I think the the first were just like a good like warm up, like an appetizer, some welcome yeah. drinks if you will, but like I, the next week it's going to start to kick off. So. so, anybody who is like, eh, "I'm not going to watch it in season, watch it because it's fucking good." And people are like, "I never watch it. Watch binge the fucking from season 1. I'm telling <laughs> you, one of the best reality shows out there. I became a VPR ambassador seven years late. So it's never too late, bitches, because look where I am. 
now. Okay, let's move in, move on to a few pop culture things that happened to discuss. Not a lot. It's it's been kind of slow aside from Kravis news, which I know everybody is literally so not over, but I feel like people are just full, full from it. But now they're engaged. So I feel like now that they're engaged until the wedding, like we could sort of chill on them. You know, nothing so shocking is going to happen. Like that's it. This is what we were waiting for. Like we're waiting for this to happen and it's happened. So now we can just like kind of sit back and chill. Yeah. Yeah. Did you expect it to be a like a black diamond or like something? Because she has a very classic ring, which is like they're so not classic right now. Yeah, but those, but they're but they're they're bougie enough that it, it would just it would right. be that though. It's like yeah, she'll wear a punk rock sweatshirt, but that bitch is getting a fucking million dollar yeah. princess diamond. Yeah, but I was so I was so emotional about it. How do you what do you think about I mean, I think it's kind of gross that everyone's like, I mean, I know I made the joke that's like, er, like, let's check in on Scott and Shanna and and not that that's the most sensitive. But then there are people that are very mean. They go and comment on their posts like blah, 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 and are like mean to Scott. Like, I'm sure I'm 100 percent sure. And I'd literally put my bank account on this. that like Scott isn't doing well right now with this. Like, I don't need to know him personally to know. Yeah, no, I, of course, of course not. But at the same time, it's like, well, you, I mean, you have like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I mean, I'm sure he's not because even though it was like 10 years, that's still like a lifetime basically with someone and uh, deep roots with her family and they've got kids together. But it's also like, well, you, you know, you, you kind of fucked that one up pretty bad and yeah. didn't help that you were also dating like children for the last I mean, it's really hard to like, deal with something that you because like you said, like you fucked up. Sorry. Sorry, kid. And I feel like even though he knows that and he's probably not. In he doesn't about need that, he doesn't need people blowing up his comment no, section. No, with that no, shit. Even no. Shanna. Shanna had to post a couple of times like leave me alone. Like leave her alone. Mess, she's messy on social media. She's too, messy. So. She's, I mean, she blocked me. I'm blocked by Shanna. I get sent shit. <laughs> and she blocked me just because I think I'm a Kravis stan, which shows you that, I mean, because I've never written something not nice about her. Anyway, speaking of the Kardashians, Kim Kardashian turned 41. Say what you're going to say. That bitch looks amazing. And I think personally that she is in her prime right now of life. Oh, Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Say less. <laughs> yeah. You are saying less. <laughs> she she's in her prime. And in my opinion, because I feel like I've been such a Courtney, like is my number one for a while, but I've seen Kim. I've always seen her in a positive light because I always knew that she's like a hard worker, a businesswoman, a good person that gives back and all that shit. But I feel like seeing on her on SNL and being funny and making fun of herself and just everything and how she just is amazing. And and, and I feel like it's a really she, good time in her life. She posted the ratings by like 25% on SNL. And she was good, you guys. And she was, she good. was good. Kanye is being a fucking weirdo per usual. And he's been seen... Wearing a white mask, like put aside the fact that it's he's been seen with Michael Cohen numerous mm-hmm. times. Like, I don't know what they're planning, but he's also just sitting there with, like candidly with a white mask. Like how, why, what the fuck is going on in Kardashian related news? Food God, previously known as oh. Jonathan Chibin, you know, Jonathan Chibin. 
I don't know him, but I, I mean, I know who he is. But so, like, God. so did you see that um, he's uh, Chris Jenner is executive producing a new food show. show. With him. It's only four episodes going to be obviously with guests like Chris Jenner and Kim Kardashian, where he like goes to restaurants and like eats shit. But you know what's so funny? It's like the dude changed his name to Food God. That's a big statement. OK, and what have we seen him do? Go to a restaurant and be like, this is really good. Like what? It like what? Does what are his credentials? Culinary? Like, did you go to culinary school? Exactly. Like, I feel like he's just a bougie guy that got to go to Nobu a lot of times and be like, "This is really, really good." Doesn't he have some kind of like truffle hot sauce, sauce or truffle, hot sauce. Sauce. truffle ketchup? No, but like this is wild, and I feel like it's gonna be a riot to maybe like make fun of. Like, wait, you're did you watch this guy's show? Paris Hilton's cooking I show? I didn't. Oh my god! I've watched it twice. Watch it; it's amazing. What is it on? It's on Netflix. Oh, did you watch Selena Gomez's? I watch. I watch a few episodes. Yeah, but watch. I feel like everyone does. Brooklyn. I mean, that's what Brooklyn Beckham is aiming for, you guys. Like that's why Brooklyn Beckham (sighs) made those ten reels, got on the Today Show with a bacon, egg, and cheese. Barely. Everyone wants a cooking show. It's the new celeb. But but Paris's is is good. Watch watch Paris. It's like. It just, it's like a, a good, like, feel good show. Aww. I could watch her all day. Stop. Watch, oh my God. I'm it. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. They're like 20 um, minutes long each. Oh, I like, love that. Talk to me in 20 minutes. That's like my fucking shit. Billie Eilish is coming out with a perfume, which, okay, Katie, one, two, three, go. What was your feeling when you saw that? Does Billie Eilish equal perfume to you? When you think Billie Eilish, do you think vanilla scented perfume? No. What? I think, uh, do you know why I think this happened? Because she likes because vanilla, she said. She, no. She shared that she, like this perfume that she uses, like she shared some things on her like dresser or something. And she shared this perfume that she likes and it like sold out. So they're like, oh, Billie Eilish can sell perfume. Let's have her do a perfume. I guarantee this is oh. why it happened. Do you know what perfume she was using? It was, uh, um, what's that one? Perfume company. It's um la 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 la. Great, Katie. A French la. Great la. No, it's la like home. La no no home. no no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying French shit. It's called. It's called. I'm gonna botch the. Etat libre. Etat libre. Something. It's hot Libra it, d'orange. Oh, so it is French. Okay. So so it sold out after people just saw it on her dresser. So yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, so, some she, reason, yeah so she's like, this is my favorite perfume. And then like everyone like wanted to have it. And then so people are like, oh my God, she likes perfume. And she sold this. Out. She probably has like had this. It probably was like a just, she didn't even think twice. I don't think she's like a perfume, you know. Yeah, it's just weird because at this point, I feel like a lot of consumers are feeling like celebs are just really trying to, I mean, not them and their teams and, you know, companies that reach out to them just trying to sell shit. And I don't know why, but I just and I'm down with it. Start a company. I just wish they were more synonymous with the person like I see Billie Eilish. And if she came out, she did something with like Air Jordans. That's very on brand. You know what I mean? If she would come out with like sweatpants sweat shorts, you know, below the knee sweat shorts. That makes sense. But like Justin Bieber coming out with pre-rollies, like feel that that makes sense. You know what I mean? Katie, are you still looking up the oh, perfume? Wait. 
Wait, no, I'm kidding. It was actually, I think it was Lalabo. Sorry. Oh, Lalabo. Okay, that's a known one. My bad. I think it, yeah, I think it's Lalabo, but it could be the other one. Anyways, I was just trying to be as accurate yeah, as possible. Yeah, you had to. You had Whatever to. Whatever it was. Checking, fact, fact checking over here. Yeah, for some reason I saw that and I'm obsessed with her. But I was like, wait, why when I look at her, I feel like she wouldn't like use perfume. You don't see her as like lady of the night, like spritzing it up. You know, even though she did like, I love that she did start dressing because she's always been very into like, I'm wearing baggy clothes. I don't want you to see my body. I don't want you to judge my body, which, you know, love that for her. But also now she's like, no, but I'm still going to wear a dress and show my tits because it's my body, my choice. Motherfucker. I love her so much, but she does strike me as a person. that would be like, what kind of perfume do you use? She'd be like, soap. (laughs) (laughs) My friend was so funny about the Billie Eilish documentary because I was like crying and I like watched it twice and I was like, oh my God. And then my friend was literally like, Amanda, the whole thing is like Phineas is the fucking genius. Like she's just like, yeah. I don't want to sing this. And he's like, sing it, Billy. And she's like, okay. She has the voice and the talent, but the way my friend put it was just really funny because she was like, Phineas is like, Billy, do this. And she's he's like, the master mind behind it. Yeah. He's the mastermind behind it. So husband, I might go as Billie Eilish and Phineas for Halloween. Really? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know if anyone, if there's, I don't probably not going to be fucking anything for Halloween. Do you know what you're going to be for Halloween? No, I have no idea. I mean, I see leaves. You you did like a little leaf situation on your staircase. You're being like fall vibes. I have a foot tall skeleton outside my house that like talks. <laughs> It's like animatronic. But I don't know. Tom and I did such a great costume last year that like now I, don't, I have no idea. I haven't even had Wait, time Wait, what did to, he like, do last year? So I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Biodome. Probably not. I but didn't. it's Polly Schroeder and Stephen yeah, yeah, yeah. Baldwin. It's H. Beeb's dad. It's H. Um, dad. But yeah, we dressed up as their their characters from the movie. Is so good, and now I just don't know what to be. I'm probably well, I'll probably just be like some kind of like zombie or something, something easy I can do at home and just like make sure. Why? Because you're going out. You're gonna like go out, out. No, I'm gonna go to like a friend's like house, just like they're having like a little like cocktail stitch. Katie, my love, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited. <laughs> what? Let me do my closing speech. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> No, Katie, I love you. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited for the rest of the season. Like literally, you guys, Vanderpump Rules, you've never seen a reality show like this. And listen to me because I'm their reality TV queen. Anyway, watch it. Follow Katie. It's Music Kills Kate, the most emo handle you've ever come across. And listen to my podcast. podcast. Oh, and listen to our podcast. You're going to love me. It's with Dear Media. So we're also network the stars. But also I thought about this. It's very important that everyone knows that you got your haircut before Kourtney Kardashian. Duh. So she kind of copied you maybe. (laughs) And Selena Gomez got a bob now too. So the bobs, I mean, you and Katie had such fucking like guts because your hair was so long. You were growing it for so long. And then you, you cut it, cut it off. It looks so good on you. Anyway, Katie, thank you again for being here. I love you. And um, bye. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. 